Howdy, hello, and welcome to episode 22 of Fat Love Talk. I'm your host, Zach Love, and today we got a pretty good episode for you. We got to talk about Tetris Effect releasing this past weekend, and I've been playing on live stream on my Alpha Phenomenon Gaming YouTube channel. Go check that out if you want to check it out. I got the demo on there. I got three Let's Plays so far. I beat the journey mode. I'll be talking about that, the experience, the visuals, how beautiful it was, etc. We're going to be talking about Dragalia Lost. Just finished Chapter 2, so I finally have unlocked the ability to craft weapons, and I've unlocked the ability to level up weapons and whatnot. Chapter 3 is when it starts going like really in there you're gonna have to start upgrading your weapons upgrading your ca your ca uh, characters updating your worm prints etc gets really involved really deep really more really just involved in general and i'm gonna talk more about that i'm um, gonna have some house cleaning news i'm gonna save until i get to that in the podcast can be fun some reminders of when you know the holidays are coming reminders when shows are coming reminders of when everything else is going to be happening in 2018 and then lastly, we're going to close with a rant I got from my homie, Christian. Yeah, I will, of course, tag him in that. And uh, we're going to jump right into it. It'll be a little short of an episode, probably, because it's kind of a slow news week, if I'm being honest. But nevertheless, we got a good one for you. Strap in. This is Fat Love Talk. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about today is Tetris Effect. I wanted to dive right into this one first because... It's very exciting. It was kind of a last-minute purchase for me. I was playing um, Tetris Effect the demo, which was available last week from November 1st to November 5th, and I bought it on Impulse, and I was very excited with that. I think I mentioned that last week in my episode. That being said, the full release has come. I've completed the campaign mode, which is called Journey Mode, and it was fun. All right, very challenging, very exciting. But I will say this, it, it was definitely not a good idea to be playing it so late in the afternoon. There are a lot of like VR visuals and bright settings on this on this game. And it really was built for VR, but I played it, of course I do not have VR, I played it just on my television. I have a 4K um, TV, and it was gorgeous. I actually want to get a VR headset at some point, and then when I do get that VR headset, I will go back and play this game Again, because I definitely feel like it would be a way different experience with virtual reality than it would be with just playing it on my my 4K TV. Um, that being said, I am very excited that um, they added those as an option, not just as a VR game, but as a game you could play without virtual reality. Because this would have been a, a just a miss completely if I could not play it without uh, VR. I enjoyed it. I loved it. I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to play it again. I live streamed the whole, whole journey mode. It's all on my YouTube channel if you want to check that out. But just the music, the beats, the fact that I just I almost freestyled a couple of times. I think I did on my first of the three videos I have on my channel. And it, it was just, it was fire. But I didn't do it the second or third time because I didn't, it didn't exactly sync properly with the live stream with my audio. So I, I kind of was a little bit off and I, I don't know it didn't, it didn't mesh but i will be bringing uh freestyles back to my snapchat so that's that's at least a fun thing to think about i'll explain that later um but i just really enjoyed the visuals the core gameplay the fact that it was so fun 
the different environments and levels and things that they did, the way that the music just drew you in. Uh, the finale of the game was, no spoilers, but gorgeous. As far as visuals go, gorgeous. It was fantastic. Absolutely stunning. I couldn't even skip the credits. They were so beautiful. I was just you know sitting there listening to it, talking to the uh, audience, whoever was watching the stream at the, at the time, and it was a good time. It was really fun. And this game, I'm not even, I mean, as far as core Tetris gameplay, it's a perfect 10. Like, really it is. Um, they did not mix, mess up the idea that Tetris should be clear the lines, do the best you can. Uh, original Tetris, I believe, gets a little quicker than uh, it does in like the, the, the future versions and whatnot. So I, they kept very, very simple, very much core Tetris gameplay, very classic Tetris gameplay. If you are a, I don't know, a Tetris purist is what they call themselves, um, where you like to play pure Tetris, no BS, just Tetris, you can do that here. There are modes in a, an option. There's journey mode, which is a campaign. There's effect modes. The effect modes is going to be where you can play with different settings if you choose to. Um, they have weekly challenges, and apparently there's a community of Tetris players around the world that got this game, and they all work together for a community challenge. We, we reached our challenge first day of the challenge um, this week, which was, I think, Adventure? Adventurous? It might have been... There's, there's di four different types of modes. Um, one is relaxing, one is adventurous, one is focused and then I forget the fourth one but I oh mystery I think the fourth one is a mystery um and that might just be a game mode I'm thinking of the point is it's fun and you can have all these fun crazy game modes or you can play pure relaxing Tetris with no game over nothing but like dolphins and whales and jellyfish in the background just swimming around in gorgeous beautiful art all right it's fun. You can use the left analog stick to zoom in and out, the right analog stick to kind of left and right your um, table so you can kind of get a better you know, point of view while you're having the tetraminos uh, fall down and, and becoming blocks. And it's just overall, I mean, I can't really say too much about Tetris. It is Tetris after all. Um, it's not like a super deep game. But for a core purist who loves Tetris, this game is $40. It's totally worth the buy. I would have recommended, last week I did recommend it, to get it while it was on sale for $35.99. But it's now gone back to its regular retail price of $39.99. If you don't really want to play anything new right now because you know Fallout 76 is coming out Wednesday and you still have Red Dead 2 to play and maybe you got Black Ops 4 or you got um, Battlefield Five coming out soon, then sure, you could hold off on this one. Um, and maybe, who knows, it might be on sale at Christmas. And um, I actually really hope it is, because I think you should experience this game, you should buy this game, you should enjoy this game, you know? So if it doesn't go on sale, I might just buy it from a friend of mine, or maybe my brother, or who knows. Uh, my brother's a uh, Tetris purist as well, and I just really think it's a lot of fun to sit, th sit back and enjoy. There is no multiplayer. I will say that out front. It's a single-player experience. However, you can compare scores with your friends, so I can still get competitive with my brother. I can still get competitive with my other friends. 
if they choose to get this game or if I choose to get it for them for Christmas, maybe. I don't know, it might be an idea. I digress. I'm going to get Smash Bros. in December, though, so we'll see where my money ends up going. Um, that being said, this game, uh, for pure Tetris gameplay, is a 10 out of 10. But if I was going to rate it as an overall... I'm going to say that the visuals do get kind of distracting at times. And if you play it at night and you're like, not, you know, like extremely close to your TV, but you're like close to your TV, um, it, it might like cause some like, ooh, that's bright. And you're going to have to like close your eyes for a second. But that being said, other than that, you can change the brightness settings. I might actually go back and do. Um, I probably have to just go ahead and give it like an 8 out of 10 for overall. Experience, maybe a 7.6, if I'm being critical. Um, but uh, outside of that, it does have core Tetris gameplay, which is all I really care about. And I super enjoy that, and it was challenging and fun and hard. And I'm rusty, and I haven't been very good when I played it on live stream, so I do apologize. If you do watch and think I'm a garbage Tetris player, I promise I'm going to get better. I'm going to play more. I'm going to hone my skill. But for right now, yeah, that was... I was just jumping in blind. I haven't played Tetris in a while. That demo was the first time I played Tetris in a couple of years. So it was fun, but it was it was me dusting off the boots. You feel me? <laughs> Same way for when I eventually go and play Blackjack and Red Dead, because I'm going to play Red Dead today, and I'm going to live stream that later um, on this beautiful Sunday afternoon, or at least beautiful because I'm inside and it's not cold. Um, so look out for that. But that has been your review of Tetris effect and i think what i want to do um is i'm going to kind of just do the house cleaning right now in the same segment kind of keep it rolling keep it rolling um and dragalia lost is the next thing i want to talk about after the the house cleaning so stay tuned for that um but we got three days until fallout 76 i just mentioned it i may as well let you know now same segment three days it comes out wednesday which is very bold on Bethesda's choice. Some games, I get it. Sony, Microsoft, Tuesday releases. We get it. Uh, Nintendo is Friday releases. Um, some games from, you know, Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, all come out on Friday. Who knows? But normally I would expect like Fallout to come out on a Tuesday. Well, nah. Comes out the 14th, which is going to be the Wednesday coming up. And I'm very excited for that. I did not get a chance to play the beta. I have not even watched beta gameplay yet. I'm going to have to look that up and uh, see what all's what because I don't want to have, you know, no edge when I go into the game. And I might have to play it solo um, Wednesday night because my friends are going to be uh, busy. But lucky for me, this weekend coming up is my weekend that I get paid. So that being said, my brother's always off on the weekends that I get paid. He's off every other weekend, and then that following week he's not off. He gets like some some day off in the week that he he figures out. Um, but I'm excited for that because that means that he can finally play it with me on the opening weekend. It's out, which is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of exciting stuff's going to happen. Watch for that live stream. I will be playing it, and it's going to be awesome. Um, so three days till Fallout 76, and then there's no like countdown for this, but January 10th, 2019 is when Brooklyn Nine Nine returns. On NBC. Now, it was a Fox show, got canceled, and then NBC renewed it, saved it. I've been following Terry Crews on his Instagram, and he posted that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is back January 10th. Guys, if you're a fan 
of Andy Sandberg, Terry Crews, the show in general, this is the time to get hyped. Okay? This is it. January 10th is just a measly two months away. It is November 11th, which means it's literally less than two months away by one day. Can I get a woot woot? You probably did it. Thank you for that. Look, I'm excited. I love this show. I binged it in like a month, all five seasons. It may have been two months, but I digress. It was fantastic. It was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed watching it, and I'm I'm hyped for the new season to come out, because season four, or was it five? Season five, my bad, ended on a bit of a cliffhanger. What did the captain get his position or not? Like, I want to know what happens next. I want to know the plots that happen next. Amy and uh, Andy Sandberg's character are phenomenal, and I want to see more of that. And I, I just, I'm happy the show didn't get canceled because too many good shows, man, I could go on a tangent here. Too many good shows get canceled, man. Torchwood got canceled. You know how great Torchwood was? I know it was like a Doctor Who spinoff, but who cares? It was freaking awesome. I loved that show. And then Warehouse, what was it? Warehouse 73, I think it's called, or Warehouse 13. It might've been one of the two, but it was a sci-fi original and it was really good. And I freaking loved that show. And no, it's canceled. Ugh, that was frustrating for me because I really got into that show. And it was like history, and it was like action, and it was like a mix of the two. And it was, it was awesome, okay? It was super awesome. The fact that they, they archive all this history stuff that's like super dangerous and all this stuff, it's awesome, okay? And I just really enjoyed that show, dove into it. Haven't, I didn't even watch all of the last season because I was just like, it gets canceled. I'm getting, I got agitated and I stopped uh, because I knew that I was coming to the end. I should just go back and finish it, um, but I want to watch the whole thing over again if I do that. Ooh, that's a, lot of, that's a good idea. I should put the cost on Amazon. Anyway, I digress. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, and I apologize, but so many good shows get canceled, and this isn't my ramble of the day. I actually have a different one, um, and it's not even a ramble um, or a rant. It's just kind of a, a topic of discussion, but I'll get to that at the end. And I'm just going to be happy that Brooklyn Nine is not in that category of canceled shows that were good, okay? Uh, and some shows... Get the just ending that they deserve. You know, like, if they bring back Dexter, I'm like, hmm, I really kind of, I didn't like, like, how it ended. Like, I wasn't, like, reveling in the happiness. But I did enjoy that they had an ending for it, and they chose to use it. Once Upon a Time got canceled. You know what should have happened? The most recent season should have never existed. Never should it have existed. There are some people who go against me on that. They're like, no, I'm, I like the show. I like where they went with it. No, you don't. You're lying to yourself. Okay, I apologize if that's offensive, but they had a really, really, really solid ending, and they brought back this weird, like, half the characters had chosen to leave the show, so they had to do some, like, freaky workaround, and they had to, like, add in some new actors and actresses and kind of mix up the story, and not that's a bad thing, I mean, I like the fact that they shook up the storyline of all these fairy tale stories, but at the same time, it's like, Half the characters you recognize in different roles, and half the characters you don't. They pulled an American Horror Story, and they were just like, eh, it's like the same actors are there, but like the roles are different, and it's like, it's this and it's that. And I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. And they added new characters all together, and I'm just like, I just didn't jive with it, because now it was like Henry was, you know, an adult, and like Emma Swan, you know, and Henry showed up like, I'm your kid. Well, this girl shows up and he's like, Henry, I'm your daughter. And then it's like a whole reversal of things, and I'm just like, 
eh, that's a little cheesy and just not a good plot story, you know? And I'm just like, I'm okay, very, very much okay with how they would have ended it the previous season because that as a whole was a good ending and it was a solid series and Belle and Rumpel were freaking insanely cute and adorable together and I loved them and they like they had the kind of love that I want one day you know what I'm saying like I know it was based on Beauty and the Beast which is my favorite Disney movie you know if I'm if I'm not talking Pixar if I could just Disney Pixar would be Toy Story, but uh, just Disney, it would be Beauty and the Beast. I love that story. I'm sorry. I'm a cancer. I'm a romantic at heart, and I really want to kind of have something special like that, and that's, and also I'd like a really big house with the library and all this cool, you know, stuff, but at the same time, um, I just like that the, their love story was like a lot better than what I saw in like Cinderella or what I saw in... Um, you know, any of the other Disney movies that are like classics, you know, I really just enjoy their story and that's kind of why it's my favorite one. I bought the 25th anniversary edition of Eating the Beast, um, when it was re-released from the vault and it was, it's just, it's gorgeous. And then the, the live action one was good and I, it's on Netflix, so I didn't buy it. I'll buy it when it goes off of Netflix probably, but, um, I just really like that story in general. It's really great. And, uh, Yeah. That being said, I digress. I went off on a big tangent, but um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, get hyped. Next thing I want to say is that we have 11 days. I'm not even kidding. 11 days until Thanksgiving. Like, Thanksgiving. Now, I don't know what your family is doing. Mine's not doing pretty much anything. Bubkiss, not even going to participate. Look, all right, I'm going to have a segment next week. It's going to be the segment... Um, before Thanksgiving, so it's going to be before. And then the next one after that in two weeks is going to be after Thanksgiving. So the way I see it, I should do my segment for what I'm thankful for before Thanksgiving so that you have that. Um, you know, you might listen to it on Thanksgiving. Who knows? And if you do, good for you because my podcast is a great listen to the, around the, you know, the, the living room. You know, around the, the dinner table, just pop me on a Bluetooth speaker in the middle of the table, and your whole family can listen to Fat Love Talk. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! But, uh, I digress. Um, I'm going to have a What I'm Thankful For segment. Um, it's not going to be a rant, it's not going to be a ramble. Like today's segment, it's going to be just a, a flat-out segment. Um, there might be some rambling in there, but I'm not going to call it a ramble, just because I'm going to have to write out all the things I'm thankful for this week, and I'm going to actually have an organized list. I'm not going to have... Um, kind of like an improv ramble or rant like I would normally on my show. I like doing things improv because it makes it more exciting. And while I'm still in the early phases of my podcast, I know that I can be a little less professional about it, so I don't have to script it all out. Um, that being said, I love doing improv. Improv is really fun. Um, I like to think I'm funny. Uh, you know, As far as comedy improv goes, I love doing that stuff. So I figure, why not do that with my podcast when it comes to topics of discussion? You know, I already have like an opinion or a mindset around or on something. So I may as well just go ahead and run with the flow, see where it goes and, you know, put it out there. So that being said, I will have a Thanksgiving, what I'm thankful for segment next week. Look forward to that because I'm really excited. Um, a little teaser you already know this, so it's not really a teaser at all, but I am thankful for my family and friends and my job and where I'm at in life. So Look forward to hearing more about that when I dive into it. 
Um, I'm going to write all that down, type it up. Maybe I might even have a, a whole thing to read out to you guys. Um, I'm excited, okay? I'm very excited. Uh, the more I do this podcast, the more I want to do stuff for it. So, hey, if I get a little more organized with it and I kind of choreograph something, then, hey, more power to me, and you will enjoy it all the more that way, hopefully. Uh, last thing I want to say, of course, is that we have 44 days until Christmas, 11 to Thanksgiving, 44 until Christmas. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I got three family members and, like, two friends having a birthday in the next 44 days. So that on top of Christmas, holy crap. Uh, man, I only have, like, 400 bucks in my savings account. So what am I going to have going into 2019? A whole lot of nothing, probably, okay? I'm not saving that much. And I'm trying to, and I'm trying to, and something comes up. And I might even spend that money on new tires because I haven't ha- I haven't bought new tires for my car uh, since 2016. And apparently, when you let them run that much, the tread comes, the tread goes down, and you know, apparently they're not safe for winter this year. But that could just be the tire guy telling me that he wants me to buy his tires and not, you know, actually give me the facts. I could be totally safe with two-year-old tires. You never know. I understand. I'm just joking right now. Um, but the point is, um, I'll probably not have that money in a week <laughs> because I'll probably buy uh, four new tires for my car. Man, why is life so expensive, guys? I'll take donations at any point. Um, I'll leave my Christmas list on the Fat Love Talk wish list. Um, <laughs> but uh, I digress. Uh, thank you guys so much for making it through this with me. Uh, this has been a really fun, shorter episode. I'm going to close it with my um, ramble. And that being said, guys, uh, mad love. I'll have an outro, so don't worry about that. But I just wanted to say thank you before I jump into this uh ramble because uh it's it's uh it's an interesting topic and i'm gonna grab uh, the homie christian's information so i can pimp him out uh for you guys and uh let's go ahead and just jump right into that guys so i mentioned that i would be doing a segment at the end of the uh, podcast today to kind of wrap things up and I was thinking about it and I went out and got Chipotle um, between the last segment and this segment and I decided after talking to a friend of mine I got lunch with maybe this segment can be benched until I have a group to discuss it with because some conversations are very polarizing when it's one person discussing it versus having multiple points of view um, and that being said, I'm going to do just that for this segment here. I was going to do, and I'll give you the, the whole detail, the whole download, the whole information, uh, download, uh, from this. And so I was, I was listening to, or not listening, but watching my friend Christian snaps, right? You can follow him at willing to go ham with two M's on Snapchat. That's willing numerical to go and then H A M M. If you want to follow his anchor podcast, he does have a podcast like I do. It's willing to go ham with one M. Don't ask me why he has one M on his podcast and two M's on his Snapchat. It's a question for him, not me. I do not know. However, I do want to give him credit because uh, he gave me some great ideas for this segment. And he was talking about how, in quotations, women are crazy. And then he had to clarify later what he meant by that and his experiences and whatnot. And... 
you know, I was going to kind of do the same thing, but really, I don't really have a lot of quote-unquote experiences to go off of for this kind of a segment, so I decided it would be better to table the discussion until I have multiple points of view um, from, you know, more than one person so that we can kind of get a roundhouse discussion going and kind of, you know, bounce off of each other and give our examples and give our, you know, opinions on this topic, and it'd be a lot more fun to listen to if I were to do that. So that being said... This one's going to be tabled until that happens and sitting there on the side of the arena on the bench. But I will bring this back up later. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. Definitely let me know if you want to be on my podcast. Um, I don't have like the perfect setup yet, but I have something that works because uh, obviously I've been posting every week as I want to to give you guys some great podcast content. Um, but I digress. I will be putting this on the uh to-do list for later in a podcast that being said i do want to thank uh thank christian he's he's a homie um he has a lot of great discussions that he talks about in his podcast and on his snapchat and on his social media and he has a lot of experiences to go off of and a lot of fun stories and whatnot he's a very very entertaining dude in general his stories on his snapchat are always entertaining his podcasts are always entertaining whether it be just him chilling or him with his friends chilling um, he has the mic set up right now, and um, it sounds very good, and it's it's great to listen to. He just has a podcast out today, I noticed. It's, an hour, it's over an hour long. I'm going to listen to that this week and uh, you know go from there. Um, that being said, this is going to be where I end it. So thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fat Love Talk. Again, this is episode 22 of my podcast, and I am just getting started um, make sure you follow me on the social media. I would love to hear from you. Get some feedback, get some, uh, some criticism if you want to, uh, Instagram and Twitter are both fat love one, four, five. Of course, my Snapchat is just fat love and my YouTube channel where I will be streaming tonight and usually every weekend and a few times during the week is going to be alpha phenomenon gaming. If I end up changing it off of the, uh, Charizard Skyrim, picture then i will let you guys know if you're not subscribed but definitely make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can stay up to date with my live streams because i post more live streams than i do actual videos right now because i again need to get that whole setup figured out but i won't stop until i get to where i'm going and even then i'm not going to stop because there's always always room for improvement and i love hearing the feedback and the love from you guys i see it every week when you guys watch listen to my podcast watch my videos and support me in whatever way you can I really do appreciate it. Um, I started uh, my first personal training session on Saturday, being yesterday. It was a 10-15 minute assessment. I thought it was going to be like a whole workout, but it was just an assessment where we talked. And this upcoming weekend, Saturday morning, your boy's going to hit those machines. Your boy's going to start turning fat love into fit love. And uh, I'm going to change my life for the better. You ain't no stopping me once I start. And I'm very, very excited for the journey coming to me in 2019. And that's one of the things I'm going to be mentioning that I'm thankful for next week on my podcast. So you'll definitely want to hear that. It's going to be a very heartfelt, very genuine podcast coming to you next week. Going to give you a Fallout 76 review next week. Going to give you a lot of good content. The homie Tyler um, at Red Riot 115, he might be on my podcast next week. We haven't quite discussed it. He was who I had lunch with today. 
And uh, he said it depends on what he's doing, but he could possibly fit it into his schedule. And if that happens, guys, you're in for a good one because I know that y'all like listening to the homie Tyler. I got a lot of good feedback about the, when I have him on the show. So definitely let me know if you're ready for that. You want him on the show. Give me some love. And give him some love. Definitely send him some love. I, I love that guy. He's, he's a good dude. And uh, that being said, this has been Fat Love Talk. I'm your host, Zach Love. Have a fantastic week, guys, and I will see you guys on the next one. Peace.